Hi, welcome to Breaking Free Podcast, a body, mind, spirit approach to mental health. I'm your host, Summer Seitz, and I'm excited to invite a guest here today, Lynette Smith, to our podcast. She's going to talk to us a little about her journey in using photography to do healing work with women. And I had the opportunity to experience her project 40 Over 40 this weekend. I'll also be sharing my perspective on that. Um, But first of all, welcome to the podcast, Lynette. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. And I had a fabulous time photographing you on Saturday. It was awesome. I highly recommend this project, but you're going to hear why here in a minute. Um, So Lynette, I I got to know you a little bit through my husband. He had hired you to do some professional shots for him, which turned out fabulous. And then we hired you to do uh, family photos for our family, got to know you even more. And you just, you know, I think women connect to women and just kind of energetically find each other, know each other. Right. And I think that happened for us. And so we were discussing healing and holistic healing and we're like, ding, ding, ding. Like we really share a perspective that's similar, right? Yes. yes. It was like and all of a sudden instant friends. Like no way and energy and light. And the yeah. family session was awesome because I just felt really connected and your energy was great. And I remember just walking back to the car afterwards and thinking, I'm going to hang out with her again. And your family's fabulous too. And of course I love Gracie. <laughs> yeah. And my dog, Gracie, because she's, and, and that's one of the aspects. I mean, I'd love everyone to get to know you. You are a photographer. You're also a professional teacher. What grade do you teach? Third grade. Third grade, which I have a daughter who's in third grade. Brielle's a third grader. And then you also, um, I have an absolute passion for, for pets, particularly dogs, right? Yes, I do. Dogs yeah. and horses, they're my tribe. Yeah. And so, you know, that, that common like animal empath, you know, kind of thing, right? <laughs> I think that, um, I think that's really valuable parts that you bring to this project, right? That deep feeling, connecting. Um, and you've worked with people professionally as a teacher for a really long time. But what I'd really love to hear is your journey. You know, I was also a professional teacher. I don't know if people know that, but I taught public school. I taught, oh, I don't know if you I know that. that. I taught eighth and ninth grade Spanish and English. And the reason why I went into counseling was because I had a student who literally lived after school in my office because she at that time was being injured. She ended up, I don't want to share her story too much here, but she was having um, some abuse that she was experiencing. And um, I remember feeling like I wish I had more tools. I wish I knew what to do. And my heart was really called to, I call it the ashes, but just like really wanted to bring beauty to the ashes for these like kids. It's like, yeah, okay. Spanish and English are great, but they really need, you know, other tools. Right. And I just felt that healer in me kind of awakening. And so I, decided to get a master's in counseling psychology and the rest is pretty much history. Like I just kept going further and further into those healing arts, but because you're a teacher and you're also in this journey of moving out of that, I want you to tell me a little bit about that journey for you, why photography, and then of course, why this project 40 over 40. You know, I love, I love teaching and it definitely is a passion and I love helping others, which is kind of in that same realm of teaching. And it's sort of transitioned into this project called 40 over 40 and I was drawn to it. I saw it in a photography group and I decided to be a part of it. And there are photographers across the world that are doing this project. And it's about empowering women and helping them see their beauty through the help and assistance of our camera lens and bringing that back to them. And they come into the studio for a session, they come back for a reveal. And it's really amazing to see that transition for them. I had a reveal in my studio on Friday and just watching her body shift as she's watching her photos and seeing her 
come in unsure and not confident, not know, not knowing what to expect. And then seeing her reveal of her portrait session and seeing that moment when she realized that's me and her husband kept looking over her like, yeah, that's you. And she just, her body changed, her position changed, her posture changed. And when she walked in to when she walked out, it was different. And that moment for me was, yes, this is, this is what I want to do. I've been doing photography for a long time. I had horses, pets, people, business. I have a studio now. I love having that space where I can control the light in the environment and make it a safe place for women to come in. And, you know, whether they're two or 22 or a 52, I mean, beauty is beauty and finding that space for them to really see the light from within shine out that just shine around them to where they just are able to shift that energy in that space and really feel empowered. They feel beautiful. They feel connected. They feel valued. And it's not because somebody else is telling them that it's because they actually start to evolve and shift and they actually feel it themselves for themselves. Mm, That's so powerful. I, my, one of my favorite poems is by Marian Williamson. It talks about you know, it's not our darkness, but it's our light that most scares us because we have a, many of us like have been taught to kind of hide our light, right? That we're going to be talking about that today. We're either too much or not enough as women. And so when we're told that we're either too much or not enough, like our whole lives, like we, we learn to kind of disconnect from our hearts, like disconnect from our true selves and, and, and hide that. Right. When I say to being ignored or being too beautiful or not beautiful enough. And this project is about celebrating women, period. Over 40, from 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100, whatever that age range is over 40, because we're really coming into that space where we're, our, our lives are shifting. Kids are growing up, they're moving out of the home and just having women not feel invisible. And that really is the overall goal with this project for myself and all the photographers in literally the world, there are photographers all over the world doing this, is to change that perspective and to really put that pep in the step for women who come into our studio and sit in front of our cameras and really have them have that energy shift so dramatically that they really believe it, not just that day, but indefinitely it stays with them and then they have the photo to go with them that they can remember that moment I love it because I think that a lot of women um, have externalized their value right in things like how many children they have do they have children did they get married Mm -hmm. Um, how have your skinny they are you know what I mean like these types of things right that's that externalizing of our worth and worth is an internal non-negotiable thing it's just it is right we are worthy we are enough. Um, I heard in your office so often, your studio, I say office because that's what I have, but in your studio multiple times over the weekend, just how much you wanted that communication of I'm enough to the women. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? I remember seeing a movie. I don't even remember the movie, but I just remember in the movie, the woman wrote on her hand, I am enough in the palm of her hand because she had to just keep checking to remind herself I am enough. And I loved that I love those three words. I am enough. And as I took the 40 over 40 and things that I've seen, done, experienced, and gone through on my own, it's just something that I really connect with because I'm 50 something and, (laughs) and I'm not married and I don't have kids. And 
you're stereotyped, not as much today in 2021 as you would have been back in the day, but to just remind myself that I am enough. You are enough. We are enough where we are right now in this moment and we're where we're supposed to be and going through the experiences that we've been through, good, bad, or otherwise, there's a lesson in everything that we go through that brings us to the next part of our journey. And just reminding them, you know, you are enough. You are beautiful. You're amazing. You're strong. You're smart. Um, I do this with the kids that I teach every day. It, we have a little mantra we do. I'm strong. I'm smart. I have a good heart. I got this. I'm loved. And I practice kindness every day. Mm. And that's a space that I want to take in this as well into my studio that the people that I work with realize that whether they're women or men, whoever they are, that when they come through that space, they feel better about who they are when they leave, that they feel valued, they see their value and they realize that they're enough. It's kind of counseling through photography. Absolutely. So let me talk a little bit about my experience coming to the project. And I'll be a little vulnerable. So I come to the 40 over 40. I'm 43, you know, for full disclosure. And I, when I heard that Lynette was doing this and I, you know, it's such a, it's such a parallel project to what Holman Link is teaching. I was like, I've got to be part of this, you know? And then my thought was you were describing kind of your goals of like bringing confidence and, you know, helping women step into their value. And I thought, I think I do value myself. I think I do think I'm enough or, you know, whatever. Right. And I was like, but I still think this will be a good thing to experience. Maybe I can promote it. And I just like everything else, I think we often, you know, think that maybe, you know, other people need help, but I don't, you know, or whatever. I think people do that a lot. Right. And I actually do my work. So I know that's not true. I know I, I also am continually in transformation. I think energetically, I invite that transformation. I, I'm, I, I want to get to higher, higher levels of love and consciousness. And so I, you know, did the same thing with coming in that day. And I just remember, I didn't tell you this, but I'm walking down the hallway because I'd had a really busy week. I did a lot of trauma work Thursday, Friday with people. And I literally like just opened my hands and open. I just kind of did this open, uh, open stance. And I was like, I am just open to this experience. Like I'm just opening myself up to whatever beautiful full thing needs to come of this today. And I just want to be an open energy. And I have this kind of yoga-esque thing I do to open up my energy. So I did that as I was coming back from taking a little bathroom break into the thing. And I, it, it did, it opened up my energy. Right. And so I was just kind of open and I want to talk a little bit about the divine feminine. Cause that's something that we are discussing right now at whole woman link. And this podcast is following a podcast that is on healing the divine masculine, but the divine feminine is just really, and granted there, there is the feminine of gender, but this is really more of an energy and it's the energy of receiving. It's the energy of creativity. It's the energy of playfulness. It's the energy of like you know, healed sexuality, you know, these are all parts of that divine feminine. And it was so interesting to me that I feel like God, cause that's my source, like taught me about that in your room, like use this beautiful opportunity to like, wake me up to something that I wasn't seeing in myself that could use a little attention, use a little healing. Right. So we found that when we're talking about the white dress, right. You have, we picked out some I love that white dress too. And before you came in, I thought it just, I'm like, this is summer right here. Yeah. Where your wreath roll. Your wreath roll. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting because in my true nature, I'm pretty much a boheme. You know, I like to flow. I'm a free spirit. I'm, I, I have joyful, playful energy. But people that know me professionally might be surprised by that because sometimes I have to get into these dark, deep, serious places to do trauma work with people. So I feel like God is giving me this light, airy, playful energy to kind of balance that out. That's my true self. And like, so I can go to deep places and pull myself out, if that makes sense. Right. And so but I love that when we both at the same time, you're thinking, 
how about me walking? I'm like, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. We were both flowing in that playful energy together. And part of that playfulness was for me to embrace that again, the not too, you're too much or not enough energy, right? So some of the messages I received growing up, and I think the women listening to this podcast can really relate, is I received messages that particularly around my body, I think women receive a lot of messages around their body, that you're either too much, cover it up, right? Don't show that shoulder, arm, leg, cleavage, whatever, you're too much. And, you know, you're responsible for how other people are responding to your body, even though this is your body, right? It's kind of sad. And then, or you're not enough, right? You need to change yourself. You need to improve yourself in some way to, you know, to be attractive to my, my sisters and I joke to catch a man, you know, like these, these right. conversations that we had <laughs> and um, all of those false stories, all those stories of fear and, and, and really like the opposite of what is the divine feminine, right? Get received and they get kind of encoded on the mind. And so we have to do this process of unprogramming. And I've done a lot of this unprogramming for years, but I didn't realize until I put on that white dress that there was still some programming in me around my body. The fact that it is, you know, beautiful and sexual, that's not, that's okay. You know, that is beautiful. And that is, I'm not using it in a negative way. Like it's divine, right? That way human sexuality is divine. When I saw that shift from at first, it was like pick, pull, pull, moving around. Yeah. Something that was itchy. You're like in a wool sweater. I wasn't comfortable. (laughs) And then all of a sudden you just sort of took a deep breath and you just kind of embraced the confidence about being comfortable in your own skin in that moment, in that dress. And it just, everything flowed after that. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I looked in the mirror and I, I actually acknowledged that in myself, like I'm very mindful. And so I said, okay, what is this? And this is, this is corrupt feminine showing up me being told that I should be insecure or embarrassed or ashamed of, you know, myself. And I was like, I'm not, you know, this is a, this is a good space. This is only divinity, right? This is only my divine feminine showing up in this moment. And there's no part of me that I need to be ashamed of. Right. When I had somebody in my studio recently say something because they had had kids and things. And he said, your body is beautiful because you were able to do that. This, the stretch marks and the, mm-hmm. the things that you're complaining about, those are a gift. They're beautiful. And as, and I could see the wheels turning and kind of that shift happening that, okay, you know what? I really can celebrate the beauty where I am today, that it doesn't diminish with age. It doesn't diminish after having kids or doing all these other things. And just finding that space to really celebrate where she, where, where women are, whoever they are in my studio in that space to celebrate their body today, that it's doing the things that it needs to do to keep them healthy to at every size. Right. And, yeah. and I think that I love that. And I'm, you know, a lot of women want to do, you know, they come into my office and they want to do things like weight loss or whatever. And they don't realize how important it is to set a goal from abundance, not scarcity. Mm-hmm. And so if we set a goal from abundance, like I am enough, but I, but I'd like to take that enough and like expand right into some further development. That's, that's going to be loving and self-caring, right? To, to, and I, I want to self-value too, where mm-hmm. you really, you find that place to appreciate and celebrate your beauty right now, because whoever is listening to this, take a second, look in a mirror. And it's really hard to do this, but say, I am beautiful. I am enough and be okay with that because you really, really are. And finding that space to celebrate that and, and 
kind of shifting that space because when you come from a place of self-value and self-love and loving your body where you are right now, it's, it, you know, it's providing you with nourishment and all these different things, no matter what size you are, it's doing its job and loving your body right now, then that shift will come. Yeah. You're just led to yourself like intent. I'm going to love myself in 10 pounds or I'm going to love myself when I get into that. When, yeah, that's scarcity, right? Yeah, absolutely. I love myself right now today. And I'm not going to lie. It's really hard to do. I get ready in the morning. I look in the mirror. I do my hair and I leave. I probably avoid them the rest of the time. And I'm the one in the back of the room at the gym. So yeah. And again, I, I work with women all the time in, in mirroring this to them, right. I'm mirroring this into my office and men because men have divine feminine too. They need to receive love and receive, they have sexual sides too. Like, cause this again, isn't about gender. If you look at yin yang, it's not actually gender, but it's, it's this like, it's the connection. So human sexuality at its core is about human connection, right? If we can connect to ourselves in love and acceptance and receive our light and our beauty, then we're able to connect to somebody from abundance. Like I love and accept myself. I honor in you know, the divinity in me honors the divinity in you, which is that kind of namaste concept. Right. Right. And, and that is when you see this complete like connection that happens for, you know, for whether it may be sexual partners or friendships. Right. I think women understand this too. Like you get together with a friend who's like, that's the friend that I can be barfing over, you know, like, like yeah. I, I can be holding back my hair, I'm like up, you know, or, or you're be beautiful. There. Yeah. And they're just like, you're beautiful. You're strong. Right. We, the, we want friends that just see us as we are and love us and not have any conditions around that. That's the divine feminine. Unconditional. I think what really shifted this too. I saw a portrait photographer who's one of my mentors do a session for a gal who had a full mastectomy they put in the stretchers to do the expansion and she just decided I'm done. I don't want to do it. It's really painful. And she was in Paris. I always get goosebumps. She was in Paris, had a beautiful portrait session. Um, sadly, she's since passed away, but she had a beautiful portrait session in this beautiful couture gown in Paris. And it was amazing. And it embraced every scar, everything she'd been through. And she really was okay. And she was at that space of, I am enough. I am healthy, I'm here, and I'm just embracing where I am right now. And I just remember her whenever, her um, name was Jill, whenever I think it would look differently in a mirror. Like, I just try to remember her because she just found that place to celebrate her beautiful body and her beautiful soul and her spirit and just appreciate every scar, every line, everything. And it's hard to do when we're so bombarded by the media and what the media determines is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And just really finding that authentic space and really capturing real stories of real women is my goal with this project. Authentic, real women with their real story. And the reason that I'm behind the lens is because I'm incredibly uncomfortable in front of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm really aware of that so that I can really try hard to make the women that are on the other side of the lens feel really comfortable with the photos that are being done, that they feel valued, they feel beautiful. They, and it's authentic. It's not just me saying, oh, you're beautiful, but that they're absolutely authentic. You, you, you are very much, that's what I left. And I think I texted you after I've like, this is, this is therapy. That was a therapeutic session. You know, I'm a therapist and this is what I do. And I experienced therapy in that room. I did. I went home 
I had a beautiful conversation with my 14 year old daughter about the body and about how, you know, and, and she's a dancer, right? And she's been in your office and you've done this with her, but for those that don't know that she's a dancer. And so, and about, I asked her, you know, what messages she's received around her body. And we went back in time and talked about how when she was like 12 and she was just starting to, you know, develop, right? Mm-hmm. At first she was very like, I remember her having me tie the straps of her, you know, whatever it was, tutu, like really tight. Mm-hmm. She didn't want any cleavage. So she didn't have any cleavage. Like, <laughs> but she wanted to make sure everything was covered. And she was, she would, she had a hard time kind of dropping her shoulders and really like opening up her, uh-huh. her chest because she wasn't like wanting that. She was insecure, right? In that part of her body still. Yeah. Now at 14, much more developed, she's much more comfortable. And she's like, when we make stereotypes around, you know, just absolute one size fits all, you know, this is or isn't okay to show or this body type or that body type. I mean, there are dancers of all shapes and sizes. She's, she's learned through her dancing how to celebrate the body, how to be confident in her body. And she's like, mom, I actually feel like I've experienced less shame around my physical body because of dance, because I've had to move and flow and be playful and also the nurture, right? It's a playful receiving thing. And so dance has been such a beautiful place for her to not allow the world to kind of taint her in that way. And I have seen other women uh, literally not be able to, you know, change their clothes in a room with other women because they're so ashamed of their bodies. You know what I mean? And I mean, modesty, you know, people want privacy. I get it. But like, literally I'm embarrassed about this physical as if that's who they are because we can put too much attachment to these bodies. They're just beautiful instruments for us to express our, our purpose. I think the other thing too in photographing women and your daughter has this because she's got that dance in the movement. So she knows how to pose and she knows what to do. Yeah. But finding that space too, where, you know, there's a way to pose women where it's beautiful and relaxed and comfortable and it takes their beauty and showcases it. And then there are ways to pose women that are not necessarily as flattering Maybe mm-hmm. you think that's a really important component of it too, but that they, and, and the other thing too, is the editing. I try to very subtly edit what I do. So it still really looks like who comes in because I think that's important because if we're going to be authentic and, and find that space of embracing ourselves, I don't want anybody to leave and feel like, Oh, that wasn't me, but to feel like every day, this is me. And then every day and slay, if you will, or this is every day. And this is like, cake is great. Icing makes it just a little better, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, but that they still feel that, that when it's everything's said and done, that they still feel like, oh, wow, she did capture that essence of me. That, yes. that, is, that is who I see now, or that is who she sees. And, oh, I see that too. And I think that's what you do. I mean, me just sitting back, I think that's what you do so well is I think that you take the time to listen. You did ask some very key questions. I mean, that's something I do in my work too. You got to know me. You got to know my likes. One of the things that you knew about me is how much I love Italy, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. so you kept being like, you're in Italy. And I was like, oh yeah, you know? <laughs> so I could I could um, bring out that joy, that playfulness from that space. And I think we build from strength towards weakness. And so I think that you did that really well. And also mirroring to me, you know, your comfortableness, your, you know, you see the value. I think people pick up on that too. And then Cause that's what we do for people. You know, those that are like thinking about just healing in general, we mirror to people that they are enough and they often reject that at first. Mm-hmm. Don't you see that? 
Oh yeah, I do. And then when they come back for the real, they're like, oh, for the reveal part, they're like, oh, okay. You know, and the other thing too, portraits for me are really important because it's it's a legacy. These mm -hmm. portraits that are taken, whether if they're for you, they're also going to be down the road for your kids, your grandkids, your loved ones. They're that image that's tangible that you have in your hands that says, I was here, I existed, I was important. I just feel like that's such an important part of it is to have that in your fingers and just take the everyday, the everyday woman, our friend, our daughter, our sister, our mom, our bestie, and just have that unforgettable just experience of just helping them see the light within them shine brighter than it did when they walked in and just kind of that space to reconnect with who they are see their beauty and their spirit and the way that others already see themselves or see see them yeah so i mean just in this discussion about the divine feminine in connection with that the divine feminine is also self-nurture so I think that one of the things that women struggle with doing, because again, a lot of programming and messages, yeah. that it's not okay for us to take care of ourselves. Our job is to be caregivers of others, right? First yeah. and foremost. And if they're not cared for well enough, then you know there's no space for you. You know, you're here for others. And I think a lot of women, again, that's the corruption. Like I will often tell my clients that it's about God, self, others. It's like receiving whatever God is for you, like source, right? You receive that nurture. And then from that place of nurture, then you give out to the world. But so much people skip that step, right? They're just trying to love others from a place of scarcity. Um, and I think like, I love the 40 over 40 because it's very typical for women at that stage to be like, I don't even know who I am. The last, you know, 20 odd years, I've been married 20 years. I, all I put in, all my time is my kids. You know, right. my, my value is right here, right? These people that I raised or whatever, or women that didn't have kids. And it's like, oh, well, tell me about your kids. And like, well, I don't have kids. Well, there's probably some stuff you've done over the last 20 years, even if you weren't having kids, you know what right. I mean? That you brought to the world. So I think that we've got to get away from our value is in these externals, right? And then nurture our own value. I, I don't think we do any favors to anyone when we play these places of martyrdom, right? Well, the other part of the project too is it's not just coming in and having the photo done. I actually forgot this part. So a year from now, after I photograph the women for the project, I'm going to have a, a reveal in general of each woman that's participated. Yeah. And their portrait's going to be featured in somewhat of a gallery walk down at the Morris building where my office is. And we'll have some wine and crackers and a celebration of the women and their story. And just adding to that space of empowerment. I love it. And again, women don't, like I said, there's something taught that that's, it's, it's too much to celebrate yourself, right? There are women that are doing invisible. that. Yeah, yeah, too many feel invisible. And my goal really is to change that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'd like, you know, who, you know, maybe you can't work with Lynette. I mean, she lives in uh, my hometown here in Washington state, but some of you are listening from places not even remotely close to here. And actually, if they're not in the area, they can always reach out to me because I can probably partner them up with a photographer in their area that is doing this project because it literally is all over the U.S., all over Europe. It's all over the world. Awesome. Well, right at the end, we'll, we'll ask how can they contact you and then okay. maybe you can let them know how to do that. We're getting close to that end, but um, I think what we didn't cover, but yes, I, I mean, I, I think what I, I really saw you doing there was giving people permission to take a minute to celebrate themselves, to allow themselves to be the center of attention for a minute, 
I think women don't like to do that or there's an uncomfortableness. But remember the divine feminine is about receiving something, you know, letting ourselves receive energy, receive, not necessarily always give. Right. And I love that you are in promoting that because even if a girlfriend says, hey, let's go out and will you take some pictures of me? You know, I like a picture of me. I think women are often behind the camera taking pictures of others too. I know on vacation, I'm often not in the pictures (laughs) because I'm taking them. Well, and I actually participated in this project also. I participated with my mom. So my mom and I had a session together because I'm always taking the photos at events and I'm not in them. I'm, I'm missing in the majority of our family photos. And it was pretty cool to have the, the part of it also on the other side. So I've been on both sides of it, which has been really great because I think it helps me make sure that I'm very aware of somebody who's in front of the camera while I'm on the other side. So what has this project taught you about, because everyone here at Home and Link, we're like doing our own growth and transformation, right? We're doing our own growth and transformation. And I heard you practicing the vulnerability and authenticity that we teach, right? Like, like that there are parts of me that are still healing and that's okay. I'm right where I need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, we often, our woundedness often takes us to our purpose. So like if there's something that we're growing in, we're like almost drawn to the very thing that we can do you know, in our talents and our gifts to help others and our talents and gifts in turn heal us. I don't know if you've noticed that, but they kind of turn around and heal us. I I love photographing weddings, but this is just such a different genre. And I Mm -hmm. just love it so much. I came home after a session on Friday and to just see this woman shift through the whole process from beginning to end, the whole circle come back around. It was life-changing I, I was in, her husband got so choked up with that deep, like cry that he tried really hard to kibosh and watching his wife and that whole shift and just seeing her feel better about herself and feel beautiful, probably. And he tells her all the time, she's beautiful, but for her to really see herself through our eyes, I, I, it was overwhelming. I, I can't really even articulate it well enough how cool it was to be a part of that journey for her and I just I love this so much it just fuels my passion and it fuels my love of photography and it just keeps me motivated to keep doing this it really is a ministry Lynette like I can see that like that you're using it that way that I mean I find that is while we need to receive like there's this there's again in divine feminine there's an inflow and outflow like I I receive and then I give if, if you get stuck on either end right it's all about receiving it's all about me 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 that also is stagnant, right? Yeah. But if it's all about giving and not, you don't have any receiving, then you dry up and then you feel empty that way too, right? So it, it's beautiful to see you having that inflow and outflow of giving and receiving in this work. Yeah, no, it's been, it's, it's pretty awesome. I, you were the second person for this project that I had the pleasure of photographing and I'm excited for your reveal in yeah. weeks where okay. you'll get to come back to my studio and experience the rest of it. Yeah, I'm excited to, uh, and I'm, you know, like to to embrace what's there and then maybe I'll write about it on Whole Woman Link. But I do think that, like I said, I, I saw myself embracing some vulnerability. So thank you. My husband and I have already talked about, we've been talking about doing a podcast around human sexuality. And I that really encouraged me because again, I told him, I was like, I would love to share my learning there, but I'm just like, not sure I can embrace that part, you know, publicly, right? right. And you that kind of gave me the like, encouragement to say, you know what, all of it's divine, all of it, 
you know, even the brokenness and, and you know, if, even if it's not fully healed yet, like it's all beautiful. It's all part of my divinity. Right. And I think that you're doing a beautiful work with that. Um, is there anything else that we didn't get to share that you'd like to share about the project? And if not, maybe just tell us how we can learn more about you and get in touch with you. Yeah, they can, um, anyone that's interested can just go to lynettesmith.com and it's L-Y-N-E-T-T-E smith.com. That's my website. It is currently under construction. So the 40 over 40 will be up there in a link probably in about another week, but they can go ahead and just go to the contact page. If they're interested in finding somebody near them or if they're in our area, they can just reach out and contact me and I will get back to them and share the rest of the information. I would recommend people going and checking it out too, just because it's like, even if you don't live in the area, I think it's beautiful to see the project that you're doing. Uh, you also Maybe have an Instagram, right? Yeah, Are you I on do. Instagram? Um, Instagram is just Lynette Smith Photography. And then on my Facebook page, I'm posting the reveal, the experience video, and then the reveal video from my client this past Friday. So those will be up there and they'll be on the website also here uh, within another week. And as I keep having videos or sessions, I'll have more videos that come out. So people can really get a feel for what the session is like from beginning to end and really see what that's all about. Awesome. So I have been asking a question to my guests lately and it's very Oprah-esque. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, cause I love it. Cause I think that like life teaches us all some unique things. And her question is, what do you know for sure that she asks people? But it also can be just, you know, what do you, what, what truth have you learned through this project that you would like, if you could just leave us with one, you know, wisdom truth, right? What would you want us to know? That I personally, that I am enough. Love that. Yep. Because as I go through this with other women and I keep sharing with them how beautiful they are and to embrace their journey and everything I'm putting out for them to just really remember that I am enough and stay in that space because I struggle with that a lot. And what do you do to help stay in that space? What helps you for the women that are struggling to find their way back there? Uh, Tibetan singing bowls, (laughs) walking in dirt, spending time with my dogs, helping other people by doing this for others. It really helps me stay grounded and reminding others, it reiterates that back to me. I love it. I, I, I honestly, I, I want to just put a hail out. I like, like absolutely like shine a light on that. Cause in my beginning work, I remember being a new therapist and mirroring, seeing the divinity in others, the value in them. And, 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 and as I felt like God was like telling me who they were and I was like, I see the beauty in you. And as I would tell them, there was a part of me that's like, and that's also you but I was still gathering that. Like I was still growing in that. I wasn't sure it was me. I knew it was them, but I wasn't sure it was me. Right. And I think every time we speak truth and love to another, there's a part of that comes. So I agree. It's sometimes it's going out and loving on another person so that we can feel that love for ourselves. And sometimes it's just doing something playful that connects us to that divine feminine. Yeah. And finding that balance too, where you're not just constantly giving all of that, but you're finding that thought too. Yeah, it's like inflow, outflow. Yep, inflow, outflow, lots of time at the ocean and just trying to stay grounded where I am helps me stay in that space to really help others on this journey and keep moving forward. But yep, I just think it's like, it's a a revolution we're starting to just really help women embrace 
who they are and realize that you are beautiful and you should not be ignored. You should be celebrated. Well, thank you for being on and mirroring that to all of those listeners today. And again, I hope you guys will check out Lynette and um, we'll be back again soon. Perfect.